Welcome to episode number six of the Ranching Brunette podcast. I am incredibly excited and grateful to have Megan Gates join us today. Megan and her husband, Cody, ranch in Guymon, Oklahoma, where they share insights, encouragement, and ministry through Megan's photogenic eye and poetic words on her social media platforms. Megan not only is an advocate for this way of life, but she also owns Ranahan Media in the midst of being a ranch wife, blogger, and role model in living a faith-filled life. Megan, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, I'm so excited to have you on. So I am so anxious to learn more about you and your story. But for folks who may not know who you are, can you paint us a picture of your journey on how you got to where you are today as an entrepreneur, ranch wife, and advocate? Sure, of course. So I have always, my family and I have always been involved in agriculture, but I wasn't raised on a ranch um, itself. So I grew up living in the suburbs and traveling to my family's ranch and helping them. I was exposed to the industry um, for as long as I can remember, but I was never actually raised in that environment. We went and traveled and worked quite a bit on the ranch when I was growing up, but um transitioning into actually living on a ranch and actually being a ranch wife has been probably one of the best experiences of my life. Um, After I got married, um, I moved out into the country to live with my husband. Uh, He works for a cattle producer in Guymon, Oklahoma. And so I have gotten so much more exposure and so much deeper into the cattle industry since I got married and since I started dating my husband. And so that has been absolutely amazing. Uh, When I graduated college, I was working for a local university, um, kind of like climbing the ladder, furthering my career, taking the steps that uh, society told me I should, I guess. Um, I think that there's so much pressure, especially on women nowadays, to like really pursue your career and you know, just like climb as far as you can to like prove that women can do as much as men. And so I was totally sucked into that. And I always thought I was going to be a career gal. And once I got into a director's position, um, I was told how rare that is as a girl in her mid twenties. And I was really praised for getting this position, but it didn't feel right. Um, and I was, I was dedicating so much of my life to something that I felt was kind of like an empty purpose and didn't give me as much time at home, as much time um, being out and involved with my husband as I wanted to. It didn't give me as much energy to put into ministry as I wanted to. And so I decided to leave that job pretty recently, actually. It was about a month ago that I quit. And um, I had developed a business called Ranahan Media, which is a social media and digital marketing, um, basically consulting business. And I started doing that full-time after I left my job. And um, it's something that I love because I can do as much or as little as I want. I have the freedom to be able to help my husband when I need to or when I want to. And so that has been a wonderful transition. Oh, that's wonderful. And you're so right on that with the pressure on women just to be able to juggle it all between career and family life and your side hustle or your passions. And a lot of people just don't understand that there is that pressure. And sometimes you're just kind of wanting to get away from the beaten path and pursue your own thing. I absolutely love your story and your inspiration. Uh, For those of you who don't know Megan, if you hop on Instagram and see her social media feed on there, it's so inspiring and encouraging. And Megan, I just love your vibe on there, your style. The pictures are just incredible. And 
absolutely represent what so many of us ranchers are wanting to pursue and enjoy in that life. And you capture that so well on your feed. So I'm anxious to hear more about Ranahan Media. So what is it all about and how are you serving others through your business? Where did you get inspired to start Ranahan Media? Can you give me a little bit more insight on that? Yeah, of course. Um, So when I was still working at my director's position, I was in the communications department and I love doing that work. I love um, photographing. I love writing. I love creating and marketing and advertising and doing all of that stuff that goes with communications. And so I knew that I loved those parts of my job and I knew that I loved like my specific duties in that job. I just didn't love the other things that came with it. And so when I was thinking about what I wanted to do, my husband was actually the one that was suggesting that I could take this and turn it into my own business. And um, with he's more of like a logical decision maker (laughs) and is real thoughtful. And I'm very driven by my emotions. And so when he has a suggestion, I really, really trust his gut. And I really, really hold on to the things that he says. And so when he suggested that, I was like, if he thinks it's going to work, then it's probably going to (laughs) work. And so I started doing a little bit more research into it. And because we live in a small town and it's very rural, um, there isn't anyone else in this area who's offering this kind of digital marketing services to the community. And I think especially in the agriculture industry, we're so far behind on digital marketing and like an online presence. And I think that now more than ever, that's what we need because there are so many anti-agricultural people out there that are just uneducated and they don't know what goes into, you know, raising a calf, um, sending it off to get backgrounded to the feedlot to processing. Like they don't understand that process. They don't know what it's like to raise beef or agriculture in general. And so I like to, I work with a whole slew of different companies, but I love working with agricultural companies and businesses because I think that's where we're lacking. And I think that it's not only about, you know, getting your name out there and helping build your business and your customers, but it's about getting a better name for agriculture in general. Absolutely. Oh, I couldn't agree more with that because you just totally hit a really hot topic that's in our industry right now because on the flip side, a lot of the people who are animal rights activists or vegans or vegetarians, they are very social media savvy and they are just out there spitting out all kinds of stuff that might be false information. And they see one thing on the internet and then take that as gold. And then it's really kind of twisted around where us folks in the agricultural industry, we're out here raising food for our communities, for our countries. And oftentimes we don't have the time to be on the internet battling this educational issue that's going on where so many people have no idea where their food is coming from or how it's even raised. And they'll see something and just totally blow out of proportion. So you totally hit that topic just spot on. And you're so right on that. And I think that's a huge need that's in our industry. And I'm so glad you created your business around that with that that need at heart. Uh, It's just incredible because I couldn't agree with you more on that. What would you say has been the biggest struggle and failure on your journey into starting your business and shifting out of your corporate job? Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) 
the transition has been a lot more difficult than I thought it was going to be. And I knew it would be difficult. I wasn't going into it really naively like, oh, it's going to be just daisies and roses working for myself. And I knew that there would be kind of a lag period because I didn't wait. You know, you're like the rule is you're supposed to wait until you make like 50% of your salary and then you quit. I did not have any time or energy left after my bigger job to dedicate to Ranahan Media. And so I was not making even close to half of my salary. And thank goodness for my husband, because he has really been like the backbone of our household and has allowed me to be able to leave my job that I was extremely stressed out at and extremely unhappy with to, you know, support us financially. And he was the one who was like, don't worry about things. I will go ahead and take care of it while you follow your dreams. And so it's really all thanks to him that I've been able to go and do this full time. But I still feel a lot of guilt for like not supporting my family financially the way I was before. Um, Because going from like a salary with full benefits, I had a retirement plan, like all the safety nets. (laughs) Exactly. I was like fully supported and my family was fully supported. And now we, you know, we don't have any of that. And like, we're, we're making it by definitely. And we're not struggling by any means, but I still feel like, a guilt that I'm not providing enough and not doing enough for my household. And so kind of working through that and getting past that, um, I had a really, really wise woman um, talk to me the other day who goes to my church and she said, your happiness to your household is worth way more than your salary check to your oh, household. Amen. That is and incredible. so that, yeah. And so that really kind of like, made a shift in my perspective and has helped me transition easier into this new life. That is incredible. And what, what solid advice that is. So many people don't understand how much more happiness is worth than uh, financial stability. It's, that's just mm-hmm. incredible. So your husband also sounds just amazing for supporting you on this. My hubby is very much the same way. And it's really hard transitioning from that security of a corporate job into starting your own business especially in the agricultural industry too, and supporting that side of things with Ranahan Media. So I am incredibly impressed by you guys and how you're handling this. And I've been following you for a long time on social media and you guys just have an incredible relationship and the support you guys have for each other is just, it's amazing. And you don't always see that a whole lot, especially in today's day and age. So huge kudos to him for that and supporting you on your dream because that's a huge thing, I think, when we're stepping out in faith and stepping out into our dreams and our goals and living up for our, our higher passion and purpose in life. So aside from your husband being just super awesome and supportive on all this, what would you say gave you assurance and confidence to finally make that transition and leap out in faith? Like the day, can you recall the day that you went, I am stopping this corporate job and I'm just going for it? Yeah, um, I can actually. <laughs> Pretty much from the first week that I started that job, I knew I didn't want to stay there for very long, but I didn't have like the peace of God saying now is your time yet for, for quite a, for quite a while. I stayed in that job for quite a while and I, I always knew 
that, you know, I wasn't meant to stay there and this wasn't going to be for very long. And I needed to leave that job. I needed to leave the organization, but I was not completely at peace with the timing until like the end of February, mid-February, end of February. And it was kind of just like an all at once knowing supernatural peace that God put on my heart and God put on Cody, my husband's heart. And once we both knew, I went in just a couple days later and turned in my resignation. That's awesome. Oh, that gives me goosebumps, like shifting out of that security into faith and just going for it. I love (laughs) this kind of stuff. It's just incredible. And it's super encouraging too. Shifting into the ranching side of your life, tell us more about you and your husband's role in ranching and your why behind being in the agricultural industry. Yeah, so my husband works for um, a cow-calf operation in Guymon, and he has worked there for, gosh, over 10 years now. Oh, awesome. Um, Yeah, yeah, and his boss is really great, and his boss's wife is really great. Like, they're just wonderful people to work for, and Cody is probably one of the most knowledgeable people about the cattle industry that I know. And I have learned and grown so much just from following in his footsteps. And he's such a great teacher. Like he's so patient and he's never, you know, treated me badly for not knowing things or because there's a lot of catching up that I've had to do. And there's still so much that I don't know that he's constantly teaching me and showing me how to do. But Um, I absolutely would not trade this life for anything, just being able to work side by side with him and, you know, be outdoors and tend to the land and tend to God's creation. It just gives me this sense of purpose. And like, this is what God intended for us to do. Like, this is what God has for us is taking care of his creation and like keeping dominion over the land. That's, that's how I see it. And that's that kind of like sense of purpose and accomplishment that I feel like any time where we get to go outside and work together. Oh, that is amazing. I just absolutely love that. What would you say is your favorite part of ranching out of everything from taking care of the cows to calving season to branding days? Gosh, it's really hard to kind of track down one part. Obviously, I love calving season because I'm a sucker for baby calves. We have, I mean, we're, we're almost finished with calving season right now, but I just love seeing them. They're so cute and it never gets old, like getting to see the baby calves and go out and tagging and everything. I do love branding season too, though. Um, I just love at the end of the day, like being so exhausted, but being so content and fulfilled uh, with everything you got accomplished that day. And honestly, I love the change of seasons and how I feel like God designed the different seasons and the different parts of taking care of the cattle to kind of align with what we need. Like, you know, spring is for like preparation and for new life and summer is for like really grinding and working hard. And like the winter is for rest. Like, I just think that those different um, ebb and flows of everything is just so neat. Oh, I love that. There's so much truth in that between the different seasons and couldn't agree with you more on that. For me is definitely calving season because of the calves. I mean, the babies and their little <laughs> eyes and their eyelashes. 
absolutely my favorite part. And for our listeners, I don't know if you can hear the baby chicks in the background. That is another fun <laughs> part. Megan's got some baby chicks with her and they're just adorable. I'm loving listening to them chirping in the background. What, Megan, would you say would be your best piece of advice to someone wanting to be a part of the agricultural industry in any capacity in today's world? Yeah, so today is definitely, I think, harder than ever to really get a start without having any kind of background in the agricultural industry. It's so much more about you know, who you know and how you were raised, which is somewhat unfortunate because I think that if anyone's interested in agriculture, they should have just as much of a right to be involved in it as someone else. Like, especially coming from a gal who was not raised directly on a ranch. Like, I really appreciate how open and welcoming I have been or people have been to me into the industry. But I think that the most important thing is education and being educated about you know, it's not just a job. It's not just a hobby or something you do. It's an entire lifestyle. And if you're willing to dedicate the hours and the work and your your whole lifestyle to it, then I think it's an absolutely wonderful opportunity to kind of get back to our roots and get back to, you know, what our ancestors did every single day just to survive. And I think that there's something special about like being connected to that way of life, not even just, you know, like us to agriculture, but us to the entire rest of the world for supplying um, that food and that nourishment that literally keeps everyone else alive. And so I think that, you know, if someone is to come up to me and say, I have no I have no background, no experience in the cattle industry whatsoever, but I want to be involved. How can I do that? Education, obviously, like educate yourself. There are so many free resources out there. Um, If you are a college student, take agricultural courses. I think it's so unfortunate that we don't offer agricultural courses in every high school anymore, um, because I think that 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 would change a lot of people's perspectives on the agricultural industry as a whole. Absolutely. But if you are in college, take an agricultural course, take multiple agricultural courses um, and get out there and meet people. The best thing that you can do is to like shadow and learn from someone who's willing, which is which can be hard to come across. You know, a lot of people just want to put their head down and get their work done. They don't want to have to bother with teaching anyone. But there's also people, you know, like my husband who are more than willing to help someone out and help someone, you know, achieve and learn those things that they so desperately want to learn. Oh, I couldn't have said that any better myself. You just, you totally nailed it. And I I totally agree with you on today being more challenging than ever, I think, to get into the agricultural industry. Because when I was growing up, I didn't grow up on a ranch or anything like that, uh, but I was very involved with 4-H and FFA was huge in my community where I grew up. And even though I was homeschooled, I was still able to be a part of these. And I'm looking now at kids growing up and those, like you said, they're not being offered in schools anymore. They're not as prominent in communities, which is really a sad thing because that was a great source of education for me coming up. And even though I did more of the horse thing coming up and then shifted to cattle later, it's something I think that is a very important tool. And I think if more youth were exposed to that, it would help encourage and grow our industry in the coming generations. One of the things that is a blessing in today's world, like you said, there's so many free resources out there and just getting on the internet and YouTube even, and people who are documenting and willing to share their skills and their lifestyle. You can learn so much by that. 
And then, like you said, like your husband is more than willing to teach others coming up in industry. If you can just find somebody that's willing to teach you and then you are willing to work your tail off for them in exchange for that education is just huge. And you totally nailed that just beautifully, Megan. Thank you for that. You and Cody have such a strong and inspiring level of faith. And I love your hashtag marriage on the rock. Tell us more about your spiritual journey and how you both are working through ministry in your community. Sure. We um, feel very strongly about our ministry and about just using our lives as ministry and just like completely dedicating everything that we do to the Lord. Um, Our relationship, a little background, we met um, when I was a freshman in college and he was a sophomore in college and we (laughs) were not living our best lives then. Um, And so we met then, but we didn't start dating until like six or seven years after we met. Oh, wow. And yeah, and it took us, you know, that long to really kind of get our lives in order and get ourselves individually to the point to where I could be a good wife to him and he could be a good husband to me. And so it took us a while to kind of like walk out our individual journeys, but God really orchestrated it perfectly, perfectly to bring us together, like when we were finally ready. And so our relationship has all like from the get go has always been dedicated to God. And, you know, we've really tried our best to do everything that we can to do it God's way instead of our way. And so probably about a year ago, um, we started a college ministry in Guymon. It's called No Doubt, and um, it's based off of the scripture in James 1, 6, which is about not doubting and asking in faith. And um, we just want to encourage everyone who comes to our Bible study that you don't have to ever doubt that God's not on your side. You don't have to, or that God is on your side. You don't have to doubt that God is with you. Um, you know, you just every single truth that the Bible talks about, you don't have to doubt those things. You can know for certain with your faith. And so we started this Bible study. Um, most of them are rodeo college students, but we are more than open to everyone. Um, that wants to come. We offer a meal. Uh, Cody's boss and his wife actually, and Cody's parents cook for them every single week, like a full on homemade dinner. And so we're able to like feed them physically. We're able to feed them spiritually and we meet every single week. Um, And it gives me so much fulfillment to be able to speak into their lives and because college is such a rough time for a lot of people I know it was for me absolutely and I think that if we can just offer you know just once a week you can come and you can eat and you can you know talk about what you're going through and you can get some advice if you want it um, that means so much to us to be able to, you know, just give and serve. So when did you guys feel compelled to walk out in ministry and fulfill this need in your community? Was there a certain moment or is this something that's always been placed on your hearts? No, there was definitely a specific moment. Um, I, we had always, you know, since we started dating, I wasn't raised in the church, but Cody was. And so I started going to church with Cody when I, when I moved down here, when we first started dating. Um, so we've gone to church together for a few years now, 
we, you know, you always talk about how your life is a ministry and how you live is your testimony and stuff like that. And, you know, if people needed advice, we'd speak into their lives and everything, but we never really felt like we were called in like quote into the ministry until we went to rodeo Bible camp, um, in Pampa, Texas. It was about two years ago now. A couple of our friends from church invited us, and honestly, everyone was like, oh, you don't want to do that. Like, it's hot. It's a lot of work. Those kids are rowdy. Like, you don't want to do that. And our friends kind of, like, suckered us into it. And I'm so thankful that they did because if if anyone's listening and you haven't served at, like, a rodeo Bible camp or a ranch Bible camp or anything like that, it will change your life. And that's exactly what it did for Cody and I. It was just one of the most fulfilling, incredible, like Holy Spirit filled things that I've ever done in my life. And, you know, being able to minister to younger people who are facing struggles, you know, we had kids from all different walks of life. And Cody and I were both able to really kind of sit down and talk to some of these kids and what they'd been going through and, you know, also teach them on the rodeo side of things and, you know, be able to have that window into their life to minister to them, you know, while we're teaching them. And that was a huge turning point for us. As soon as we were done with rodeo Bible camp, we were like, we want to do more of this. We need to do more. Like we're definitely called into the ministry. And um, so that was a huge turning point for us was was the rodeo Bible camp. You guys are so inspiring. It's just amazing that you guys step out in your faith. And that's something <laughs> I love about what you're putting out on social media too, is you guys base everything around your faith. And that is so encouraging to see because again, in today's world, I feel like that's another thing that's kind of falling away. That's not so much in the uh, forefront of everyone's lives. And I just love how you guys base everything around that and you share that with your following and then stepping out into your community in ministry and doing these rodeo Bible camps and all kinds of stuff with the college kids in your community. It's incredible that you guys are doing that. And it's just such a blessing. I can only imagine to be able to share that with others in your community from a faith perspective and just helping encourage others to step out in that. And thank you guys for doing that. That's just, it's incredible. And I think that's another thing that we need more of in, in every walk of life. And that's just absolutely amazing. So for people who are interested in looking more into your Ranahan Media for social media management, where can they find more information? How can they contact you? Maybe they have no idea how to get started on creating a social media presence for their agricultural business. Yeah, so um, I'm very active on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram handle is Megan Lynn Gates, and it's M-E-G-H-A-N-L-Y-N-N-G-A-T-E-S. Um, and so I'm super active on there. I'm always checking my messages and everything. Um, so that is a good way to get into contact with me. As far as Ranahan Media, you can always go to my website. Uh, it's ranahanmedia.com. And Ranahan is spelled exactly the way it sounds. It's R-A-N-A-H-A-N, ranahanmedia.com. And I'm also very active on that website. And so if you use the contact submit form. I will definitely get back to you whenever I can. Also, if you subscribe to my email list, I give out a free guide to increasing your social media presence. And so anyone who's interested in that, I'm more than happy to help out. I also do coaching if you don't want anyone specifically to do your social media management or whatever. I do coaching and consulting as well. And so definitely lots and lots of different services that we offer here. 
For those of you that are listening and are just feeling totally overwhelmed with trying to get a social media presence, please reach out to Megan because she just has, if you go check out her Instagram and she just has that vibe dialed in and just so much knowledge behind there. And in today's day and age, that's one of the most amazing resources is having access to so much knowledge and education. And if you reach out and ask for help in building your own business, you're going to get so much farther quicker. So definitely reach out to Megan on this. It's going to take away a lot of that anxiety and angst of just trying to build a presence and a community out there with all the platforms. Megan, this has been so inspiring. You are such a blessing to all who have come in contact with you. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. I greatly appreciate it. This has just been fantastic. And thank you so much for all your insights and sharing your story with us today. Of course. Thank you so much, Logan, for having me. It's been so fun. Oh, good. I'm so glad. I can't wait to have you back on the show again in the future. And for everybody listening, just go ahead and check out her website. You won't be disappointed. Give her a follow on Instagram. It's just a fantastic feed and you're going to just really enjoy it.